Welcome to the Connecting Through Technology podcast, a show where business and sales leaders share how they are growing their customer-facing businesses in a digital world. Join us every week as we dive into the strategies on how you can grow your business using technology. The Connecting Through Technology podcast is powered by IntelliCall, video software that connects your customers with anyone in your organization with just one click from your website. Learn more at www.intellicall.com. Welcome to another episode of the Connecting Through Technology podcast powered by IntelliCall. I'm your host, Jonathan Kaur, and today I have the privilege of speaking to Sue hershkowitz Kaur, the sales trainer and communications expert at High Impact Presentations. With a proven track record of driving results in the hospitality and pharma industries, Sue helps sales professionals re-engineer the way they communicate both digitally and virtually with research-based content that allows buyers to feel safe and smart. Welcome to the show, Sue. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, let's kick this off right away. Uh, uh, my first question, you know, really has to do as far as the inception, as far as, you know, how you got started in sales and, and, and seeing that you've been a part of your own, your own, your own business at uh, high impact presentations 35 years ago. I wanted to ask you, how did you get started in the sales uh, uh, field? Yeah, thanks. Actually, uh, I was selling raffle tickets for my mother because if she she worked for some um, charitable organization and if she could sell enough tickets, then she could go to their luncheon for free. And we really couldn't afford for her to go any other way. So I started knocking on doors. And the next thing was when I was in college, I learned to sell Encyclopedia Britannica. That's kind of baptism by fire. In fact, my first client, uh, I, they said, you had to pay, actually, in those days to learn to sell, which was cool because I did learn some fundamentals. And they said, remember, you have need to do this right away. You need to. And so I just pulled into a neighborhood and, and they were interested. But when they offered me something to drink, you know, a glass of water, there was nothing else in their refrigerator. So I talked them out of buying the set of encyclopedias because the mm. library was and that was how I started selling and then it went from there I started teaching school English has always been my thing and it went from helping persuading selling seventh and eighth graders that English was worth learning and that they should do it well and right to working with sales professionals and helping them to understand that it's not just what you say, but it's how you say it that's going to be more persuasive or not. And that's where I am today. You know, right now, the elephant in the room is we're in this pandemic. You know, we're still in the midst of this. Obviously, there's a lot of changes and uh, across the world in different industries, you know, both positive and negative. And so I wanted to ask you, how has this, you know, pandemic changed the way you uh, do and operate your business? Mm. Well, almost in every way. Uh, as a sales trainer, I would travel internationally. That was my thing. I have over 6 million miles on American wow. Airlines, and boy, do I miss that travel. And that has come to a complete halt. In the intro, you mentioned hospitality, and so it kind of goes hand in hand. That was really my niche. And so, but I have been able to transform to doing webinars. I don't find them as personally satisfying. I'm sure the participants don't find them uh, uh, as easy to learn from, but uh, it is a 
good tool that will help us to ensure that people are updating their skills because along with the pandemic, skills, selling skills have changed. And those people who are adapting and adopting new ways, for instance, slowing down the sales process, um, there can't be push communications anymore. We really do need to show compassion, but not drama. If I read one more or hear one more person say, in these unprecedented times, or I mean, do you think that saying in these unsettling times that that settles me? It does just the opposite. So really learning how to show compassion, but not being dramatic. There's been just a different focus and and making sure that the, the other human being feels appreciated, that messaging isn't just transactional. I mean, there have really been a lot of changes. And so I've been able to transform the the sales aspects to to webinar online learning format that's been the big thing but as you know my thing is email and email has become even more important now so that's kind of cool uh, the only ways to sell we have digital and we have virtual right and uh, digital is the bridge email is the bridge to to video to every sort of communication tool there's always going to be some something written whether it's texting or whether it's email whether it's slack doesn't matter there's written communication and if you do it well you get better results so to unpack that piece a little bit would you mind sharing as far as like more of your, uh, the, the, the why and the importance behind email and more specifically just the power of writing, which you have a book on, uh, sales, power of sales writing. Uh, why is that such a, uh, an important, uh, uh, avenue for sales professionals to really consider, especially right now during these times? Yeah, well, since you mentioned, I just have to do my little show and tell here. Um, I actually have two books there awesome. <laughs> um, on power sales writing and how to say it to sell it. And um, writing has always been important. But now, because people are pretty much on this little emotional tightrope, they're even more likely to misinterpret your tone. Uh, they're more likely to... Um, to not give you the benefit of the doubt. And so being able to communicate in a way that extends your hand and elevates the, the conversation and makes the other human being feel cared about. And I'm talking internally as well as externally. And I'm talking about, it doesn't matter if what you're, you're selling is artificial intelligence or um, an iPhone, you need to be able to communicate in a way that puts the other person at ease and creates a level of emotional certainty. And, and that has become more and more important. Though writing, I mean, you're talking to an old English teacher. I taught, I taught English at Arizona State University, fear the fork. Um, <laughs> I taught English teachers how to teach English. And so um, this has always been my passion. And now it's become even more important because we can't get the Zoom meeting unless you communicate with them first. People just don't turn on their Zoom and say, well, who's coming today? There needs to be a persuasion to something that's in it for me to give up my time and to, to sit in front of a Zoom and listen to your sales pitch. So I think email has really become elevated in its importance. 
Yeah, I think that's a great way of articulating that. It's the bridge to have the next conversation or, you know, like the next process as far as, you know, where you're at in your sales process or really any function within business in general. Because I think writing and communication skills are essential regardless of if you're in sales or not. So I think that's well said. So before we unpack more of like email and writing specifically, I wanted to ask you, because I'm sure you've talked to, talked to, coached and seen a lot of sales professionals try and attempt to use you know, email and writing as a means to sell. What are some of the common mistakes you've noticed or seen sales professional make, make when it comes to writing? Oh my gosh. How much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So maybe the, the, oh gosh. So one of the biggest um, challenges is that people think that they're writing about the client when really they're just writing about themselves. So that one is a little bit more difficult to discuss in a very quick situation. So it's more of an awareness. Uh, One of the very basic things I do is it'll have somebody look at their email and just circle all the times that they've used the word I, you know, print it, print out your last three emails and circle how many times you've used the word I or we or mentioned your company name. That's usually a good uh, way to to see how self-centered you're being in your communication skills. Uh, um, Another one is that people think that email, and I I mentioned it briefly already, is just a transactional tool. You ask me a question, I answer your question, we're done. In fact, there there are people who encourage you to be writing, so it has to be concise, it has to be short. Well, you know what? It's amazing that if it really resonates for me, if it's relevant to your buyer, they'll continue to read. But if it isn't, they won't. It's like I can binge the Americans and sit still for six hours without ever going to the bathroom, right? But if you ask me to sit for for three hours in front of a webinar, I'm like crazy, right? So again, it it, kind of ties back to is it relevant to them? Does it does it resonate for them? And and the action step, making it frictionless, making it easy. There are people who don't even have action steps. Oh, they leave it wide open to the universe. Like, should we talk? Well, yeah, maybe we should. But there's no, the seller takes no control and doesn't make it easy for the for the person to respond and to give them the result that they want. So I guess maybe those are the three that I'm seeing most now, but I could go on and on about the transaction. There needs to be excitement. There needs to be um, there needs to be some psychology used. You know, we need to use brain-friendly messaging. And and what we do often is just answer. Yeah. And, and, and I guess to help the audience understand a, a picture of how you do it, obviously you and I have been communicating on LinkedIn and email. And uh, one of the things that I, I really appreciated about our dialogue is obviously like, I think it was a few weeks ago, I was feeling under the weather. And I, I just remember you asking or, or mentioning it throughout different conversations, even if it wasn't necessarily relevant right away, you would start off and say, Hey, I hope you're doing better. Or I, I assume by this point you're hundred percent. I think those little things, those little details really allow for me to build trust and, 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 and really see like you as a human being, not as a 
person like we're, that we're trying to have this transaction with. No, like we're, we're, we're two individuals who are human beings who uh, want to do this podcast together. So for those of you, uh, as far as like what you want to see, like if you guys want to get a, a taste of what it's like to communicate with Sue, maybe shoot her a LinkedIn message and see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for that. And thank you for letting me know that that impacted you. Um, the thing is that I wasn't using that as any sort of sales strategy. That was really you had mention that and being sick and being sick, particularly now is never a good thing, right? Is not a good thing. And so I was truly extending my concern to you and, and my hope that you were feeling better. The, the challenge is that a little bit earlier, I think um, I, I was talking about eliminate, maybe I didn't mention it, but thinking about eliminating the drama so yes, I did. So we need to be careful that we don't go deep into somebody else's drama and that we are always trying to elevate the conversation. And so I might have, and I don't remember it really, Jonathan, but I might have in some ways said something about getting better, um, maybe even flippantly, We didn't, but my goal was to make sure that there was some positivity in in that communication, knowing that you were a bit under the weather. We hope you're enjoying today's episode. Here's a quick shout out to today's sponsor. IntelliCall is a video software that connects your customers with anyone in your organization with just one click from your website. But in a world filled with video software, why should you consider IntelliCall? I'll tell you why using one word, simplicity. IntelliCall allows you to connect via video without downloading any software, sending any meeting IDs, or passwords. On top of that, IntelliCall integrates directly onto your website, so if any customers or prospects want to get in contact with you directly, they can do just that. For more information on IntelliCall or to schedule a demo, please visit us at www.intellicall.com. And now, back to today's episode personalization really matters with messaging, with writing, because if you do that really well, a lot of times your buyers or whoever it is you're looking to connect with will actually listen or actually read what you're writing. Yes. And my gosh, excuse me, that brings up a whole nother point that I didn't mention, a lack of personalization. I mean, it's like shame on anyone who doesn't go on LinkedIn and get a little bit of intel, right? But then you have to be careful about the personalization because once again, it has to be authentic. Um, To say, I'm impressed with your blog posts or whatever, that's not personalization. But find something, find one point from one blog post, you don't spend the entire day and say, you know, this was really thoughtful and I'm trying to apply it in this way. Be real. Again, authenticity is like everything and and even more so today. Yeah. And, and so to kind of uh, expand a little bit more on just the power of writing, uh, you showed us the two books that you had written uh, over, over the previous years. And so I wanted to talk specifically about power sales writing and specifically what the book is about and, 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 and also too what the uh, maybe you uh, uh, overall objective as far as what you were trying to articulate through the book. So people at least can get an understanding and obviously for them to inquire more about the book, if they're interested in learning more. Yeah. Thanks so much. So if I might, so power sales writing, I actually first self-published, this goes back a long time ago when I had to put manuscripts into the the mail and get rejected by everyone. So I self-published and then McGraw-Hill 
um, came to me from that book and said, let's do an update and we're going to publish it because people are really not talking about um, emailing that, that we all think we can email, but there's skill involved in that. And, and we need to be purposeful. And there are formulas that are more brain friendly than not. And so I wrote that book um, that McGraw-Hill published. And then I'm going to say eight years after that, they again came to me and said, you know, maybe it's time for an update. And I said, yes. And so um, that is what we did. But the whole point was that just because you can doesn't mean you can do it well. <laughs> and, and there's technique to everything, whether, whether you're a runner or you're, you're a skier or um, whatever it is that you happen to do, you can do it or you can learn to do it even better. And that was my goal with email. And of course, it does harken back to the fact that I'm, I'm an English teacher. And what I really want is for people to be able to be at their best, to be able to communicate in a way that is appealing and does get results. It, it makes total sense. And, and I think that's one of the things I've noticed is talking to different sales professionals. Some people are really good. Hey, just let me be in front of the person. Just put me in front of them and I'll, I'll, I'll be able to sell. I'll be able to close. But it's, it's, it's trying to put all the pieces together. There's so many aspects of selling, whether it is email, social selling, obviously there's outbound, there's inbound, there's so many different methods. And I think it's not necessarily like saying, Hey, like there's, there's this one cold calling works or this work, like, like it's like all of it works, but it has to be a part of an overall strategy. And I think email and specifically writing is that bridge. Like I meant, like I mentioned earlier, to be able to get that meeting, to be able to get that demo booked or, or whatever it is you're looking for your customers to, to do there. Um, to your point, put me in front of a customer. Well, now you can't get in front of the customer. You can do, you can do a video, you can do a zoom, but how are you going to get there? And, and often, and this is pre pandemic customers don't necessarily want to see you. And so if you can have that communication, right, if you can um, move them along uh, along their buying journey in a way that's appealing, well, they'll be more likely to see you. But sometimes it's not even necessary. I mean, with all the tools we have now, we don't necessarily need to be together, right? Pharma industry, uh, 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 a drug rep can't get to see a physician anymore. Uh, a hospitality industry, are you really going to go to the hotel and, and do the same size? sort of site inspection. It doesn't matter what type of industry we're talking about. If you can convey trust and you can convey emotional certainty in your writing, you have that much of an edge above everybody else. Well said. And so before I ask you the last question, Sue, I wanted to ask you, is there any final thoughts you have on the topic of sell, sales, but specifically virtual selling, especially during these times? Like, is there is there any concluding remarks before I ask you the last question? Yeah, thanks. Um, probably nothing profound, just that we have two options, right? Digital and virtual. And those people who are willing to improve their skills in both of those areas, they're they are going to be the ones that no matter what comes their way, they're going to be able to survive and thrive. And that's really what, what I would like people to know. Yeah. And, and awesome. Well, uh, if people are in, interested in learning more about you, obviously your writing and books and, and different resources that you provide, what are some of the best ways to connect with you, Sue? Okay, well, sueatspeakersue.com, that's sueatspeakersue.com. Of course, I'm on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Speaker Sue, everything, just because Sue Hirschkowitz Core, my full name, who's going to remember that? So just look for Speaker Sue and it'll be me. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sue, for coming on the podcast and obviously uh, really highlighting a, an important piece of the puzzle when it comes to sales with uh, with email and with writing. And obviously that there's a lot of takeaways as far as what's worked for you, what hasn't, what you've seen uh, as far as like, uh, you know, even some mistakes sales professionals have made. And so with the goal of informing the audience to say there is a better way, just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you know how to do it correctly. And so obviously when you have people like Sue who are experts in this area, you know, reaching out to her, checking out her book uh, and checking out her content. She really, she provides a lot of helpful content. So thanks again, Sue, for coming on the podcast and sharing your insight and wisdom. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Take care. Good luck, everyone. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our podcast. Also, if you have any additional questions about the show, please visit us at www.intellicall.com.